ยินดีต้อนรับสู่สะพานพันธกิจของพระเจ้า Welcome to Bridges for Mission. Bienvenue au pont pour la mission. Bienvenidos y bienvenidas a Puentes de las Misiones. Well, hello everyone, um, podcasters. We are so delighted to that you've joined us. Uh, one more time, um, and this time we are traveling all the way to Puerto Rico. Yes, we have the lovely Pastor Laura Ayala with us this morning. Um, I'm Reverend Sandra Dorsonville, one of the co-creators of the podcast with Minister Nicole Cox. Hello, everybody. And we are really delighted. We had so much fond memories of our many trips to um, the region, um, San Juan, and visiting. Our brothers and sisters there, and really getting to know more about the region. So we figured that, in light of the um, the theme of the season of partnership, we would invite Reverend Laura Ayala to be with us. So, hello, Pastor Hermana. <laughs> Hola, saludos, greetings to everybody. Greetings, Pastors Sandra and Nicole. So happy and and honored to be here with you. Well, hello. It's so good to see you again. Um, so I know you, but our listeners do not. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, uh, my name is Laura. In Spanish, would be Laura. Laura Ayala would be my name. And I am. I'm currently the senior pastor at the First Baptist, the real First Baptist Church of Puerto Rico, because it was founded. Uh, by our ABC missionaries in the 18, in 1899, so it is the real first. But we are located in a in an area called Rio Piedras, which is part of the municipality of San Juan uh, in Puerto Rico. Um, I am a wife, a sister of a younger a Down syndrome. Uh, Gorgeous, beautiful brother um, who is currently um, 48. And who else? Um, I'm a cat owner, <laughs> but I also uh, love missions. I I love the work that the mission that God puts in our hands, and I see it as part of our task as a pastor to promote mission not only. In a in a in a, an extended level outside of our country, but also inside. So basically, my vision of uh, missions is a global one that begins locally but extends uh, to to the whole world, like um, Acts tell us to do. Um, so basically, that's part of who I am. I'm currently finishing my PhD, trying to finish my dissertation, working on it. Hopefully, finishing sometime in my life. But working on it. I like how you say working on it sometime throughout your life. Yes, you will finish and we will celebrate um, this dissertation. Um, so thank you again for joining us. Um, in light of the, the theme of partnership, I'd like to ask you, um, what does partnership look like for local churches in Puerto Rico? Um, we have learned to work together. I think that 
that is something that we have seen from day one since we were um, founded as an as a, as a association of churches. Um, we come into partnership uh, as a region. That's the way, obviously, we are as Baptist churches. But yet, in the recent years, especially after Hurricane Maria, partnership has taken another way of being implemented. Um, we have learned to share resources. We have been identifying not only with the spiritual work, but also with social action work, attending the needs of people. Um, so I think that has been, that's grown. I don't, I think it has been there before. I just think that these are stages in, in the life of the church and in the life of the region. And I think that um, it, it's, after these unfortunate events that we have faced, um, starting from the hurricanes in 2017 to the earthquakes in early 2020, plus the pandemic that has affected everybody, we have realized that resources might be limited, but yet when we come together, um, we are able to do much more. Um, and that is something that we value a lot. So we don't only partner locally among our local churches, but also we like to partner with churches in the US and we have been partnering with churches outside in other countries uh, in the Caribbean and also in other places of, of the world. So yes, we love, we love to work together. We love to, we are very, we love to um, be partners and, and we enjoy meeting new people and, and joining forces to do great things. So we do enjoy that. And that's part of who we are. That's exciting. And I can say listeners that having lived and visited um, various churches in Puerto Rico, you really see that deep sense of hospitality and partnership and collaboration um, to really do kingdom, kingdom work together, uh, pulling all of, all of us together. Um, with that in mind, what do you find are some of the challenges and joys that you have experienced in developing partnerships um, in the Puerto Rico region? I would say that probably the challenges are very similar to, to what other uh, um, colleagues have faced and other servants have faced in, in the US and in other places of the world. Um, I think that one of the, of the biggest challenges in these recent times have been the limitations that we have precisely to establish personal relationships um, due to the pandemic. And we have had to relearn how to do it in different ways, obviously like this, doing technology, using technology, um, which is for us a little bit um, hard as we love to be together. Um, as part of our culture, we love to be together. We love hugging, we love um, being close to each other physically. And, and so this particular period has been a, a, a big challenge uh, for us. Um, as we try to be the church, as, as a church together, working together, uh, praying together, studying the Bible together, um, and, and yet we, each of us is in their own home or each of us is in their own places. So it has been, that has been a challenge. Um, resources sometimes have been a challenge, um, especially in the, maybe the last few months we have seen, and that this is general, we have seen a raise in, in costs uh, of gas, uh, of food, uh, of almost everything. We are an island. 
So everything that comes here comes through a ship, which means that all these, if the effect of all this right, the raise in cost, in prices, we feel it even a little bit more than maybe in other areas because everything we consume comes from the outside. Not, I would say that most. So it has been a very, a very challenging for us. Um, so sometimes we have seen some uh, reluctancy maybe um, as we like to protect, you know, what we have. So it, it's hard sometimes, you know, some people are concerned, especially in this era of internet and, and easy communication with people around. Um, people are concerned that by the time we're able to, in a way, go fully back to, to, the, to the, our normal schedule or programs, that people leave to another church or that people leave to another place or that they are, feel so comfortable staying home that they don't want to come back. So those challenges uh, has been there. Um, I would say that those have been probably the biggest challenges. Um, we have not been focused much on those because the joys are even more. Um, we have identified group of uh, pastors that are committed to missions, that they love to work, that we are concentrated on the work we should do as a church. And doing that, we have decided to work together. We're not paying attention if people stay with us or if they go to another church. We are not paying attention to that. We're just focused on mission and let's do it. Let's work together. Let's do special projects. Um, for example, right now, as a church, we have been blessed to receive uh, people from the United States that are coming to do missions in Puerto Rico. And right now, they don't only come to work with us in our church, but sometimes they come to stay in our church and work somewhere else. And that's another thing. You know, not everyone that come has to work in a mission project that we might have, but if we have a resource that might be of help so that others are blessed with the help and the work that these um, groups are doing, then we, are, we partner. We partner providing what we are able to provide so that other churches are able to be blessed and other communities are blessed too. So that has been a great experience. Um, right now, currently, we have a, a team that is working with us, but last week we had a team that was working somewhere else. So that, that's like an example on how we, we try to partner. There are other times when groups have stayed in other churches and yet those uh, pastors would call and said, Pastor Laura, do you have any particular thing that needs to be done? Do you have anyone in need that you would like to provide for them? And that one of the days that they're here, they will help us in our mission. So that's the way we partner you know, with each other. We support each other and try to be aware on what are the needs of other churches and with other pastors. And uh, in, in that sense, we have grown together. And, and I think that's one of the biggest blessings we have seen, one of the biggest joys to see God at work in, in very beautiful settings, um, not only in our church, but working throughout our churches in the region in Puerto Rico. Amen. <laughs> That's all I can say. Amen. Because it, it sounds like such a beautiful community structure 
And then when you go to Puerto Rico and you see it actually happening and you see all the connections come together, it's, it's honestly mind blowing of how well the community supports one another um, within the local church and within the different ministries and, and everything. And it's just, oh, just, just amen, amen. <laughs> um, so, so through that, um, what would be helpful to you as a bilingual pastor in developing some of those partnerships through short-term mission? I think that what will be more helpful would be the connections, you know, to, to get connected. Um, I think that we have been blessed because of our history of uh, being able to be at least bilingual. I know that other people speak more than one language, but at least bilingual. And that allow us to be able to relate not only in two different languages, but also in two different cultures. Um, and we feel comfortable in doing that. So I think that those contacts that where we know that we're able to help to partner with others, to help them developing um, or assisting or learning from them. Because I think that's something we have learned in this process that we don't only go to do, but we, only go, we also go to learn. And usually we are able to gain more than what we give um, through the experience, through the, through the way people do, through the way they think mission, the way people are able to be the church in other contexts. So it really energizes us to do the work that we do locally. Um, so I would say contacts, uh, the contact with the, that, that partnership, you know, that contact with other uh, churches, with other groups in other countries, in other places where we can be a blessing, but at the same time, we will be blessed by the current work that God is doing because God is at work in all these other countries too. I'm just sitting here just like, amen, amen. Yes, this is, this is wonderful. This <laughs> I join you in the amen corner. We shout amen. 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 <laughs> it's just, it's, it's just, it's wonderful. Just, to, um, just to hear that openness that you have and that you express and just, just seeing your face and the joy that's also in it as you talk about it as well. I know the listeners are missing that, but she just, she's just radiating this love and passion for what she's talking about. <laughs> and you can tell that it's just, it's so so enrooted in, in who she is as a pastor and it's just it's so it's so beautiful it's just it's wonderful um to see and it just it uh it brings me joy so thank you so amen <laughs> for sure um so with the the next the last kind of partnership question um that we'd like to ask you is what do you wish partnership looked like at the local and global level I wish that we're able to see um, that partnership means that you're willing to give of what you have and who of what who you are. That they're not the expectations are not to be beyond that, and I think that's very important. Um, sometimes what we are able to do in a partnership is to provide the resources so that others can go. Sometimes what we can do is to support them in prayer as we are not able to go for whatever reason. But yet sometimes we have the knowledge to inform 
the, the mission that will be conducted in other places. So it's not only about finances, but it's also about the gift and the knowledge that you might have to share with others that are able to do or go wherever it is. Um, and then obviously you have those that I would say that are always blessed to be able to go physically and, and be in partnership, be there doing the actual work. Um, and yet their experience should be informed back and shared back with the others that might not be able to go, but they feel that they are there through those that are able to go. And let me explain that in a, in a particular example. We were blessed by being able to send a church member as recent as two weeks ago to go to Poland to help with refugees um, from Ukraine. And it has been two weeks of cry, of, of um, tears, not cry, tears um, constantly. First, as we saw provision through church members who were able to give so that she could go because obviously it, it is it's expensive. The second thing was the partnership, the, the other partner who was the people who were actually uh, coordinating this, um, who were able to provide some assistance so, so that you know, it will lower a little bit the costs of, of the person going. But in the process, she was making like each day, like a little diary with some pictures of what she was doing. My goodness, we will expect those, those words every day. And we felt we were there, even though we couldn't go. But we were there and we cried and we laughed and we joined mission, not physically, but spiritually and emotionally. And we, the church was supporting um, through, through um, prayer while, while they were there. The other thing is that in this process, as she came back, we are eager to, to hear the details. We're eager to know, you know, how, I think the, the biggest question for me in missions is, how have you seen God? How have you seen God there through people, through, through the mission, through what was being done? And obviously, I, um, even though everybody else is waiting, I had the chance to speak to her for about five hours. And I wish I would have more time because there were so many details, so many beautiful things. Um, and, and it's seeing uh, how you go sometimes to do something that might seem simple. And, and sometimes people get disappointed because they think that what they were going to do is not enough or it's not a big project. And yet their task, there were two people that went from Puerto Rico, um, their task was to set up a playground for kids. It was basically a two, three day work, assemble some, some things used in, the, used in the playground and then play with the kids. And you look at that and you're like, am I going to travel to the other side of the world to put together <laughs> some things for children to play. Well, if you look from it like that, it's not worth it. But if you look at it from the, from eye, from the eyes of God and you see that these children have left their parents aside, father especially, uh, are far away, that they don't know when they will be able to see the fathers again or if they will be able to see the fathers again, that they are in a different culture and language 
that they, are be, they have been displaced of everything they know, their friends, their school, everything. And you are able to give them some joy. That's God at work. At work. So in, in mission, there's no work that is small or is big. Everything is needed. And everything you do is important. So when you ask me about how, how do I want, I would wish partnership to look like at local and global level is to break that mental barrier that it has to be a big project that sometimes even with your presence, just lifting up the arms, the tired arms of those that are working in that place, that makes a big difference. I remember after the storm and we were in the midst of not having power and all those things that happened for some months. I remember one day I'm in my desk at dark with those headlights trying to do Bible study, prepare Bible study. And one of the missionaries that were there just came to me with a cup of ice water and just put it on top, you know, in front of me on my desk and obviously joking. He said, you have been a good girl. So you have a prize. And, and gave me that cup of ice water. I have to tell you, I know they did many things. I know they helped in many ways. I know they were there doing great things, but you don't know how much I remember that cup of iced water in that hot afternoon when I was trying to do a Bible study in the midst of all that chaos that was surrounding us. So we were tired. And, and when you go through that and you experience what it is that someone else comes and just lift your arms and just supports you. Uh, and I would say something else. Um, for example, my washer machine died after the storm. And for months there was none to buy. So it wasn't just the money, it just uh, well, they weren't here. So we couldn't get them. And we got one washer at church. So I would take my dirty clothes to church to be washed and I remember one day getting there, I was really busy. I was going, we were going different things. I think I even had a funeral that day. And one of the missionaries came and said, give me that, I'll take care of it. And for me to be able to just keep going with what I was doing and just at the end of the day, have that bag of laundry done, that made a huge difference. Uh, it allowed me to do my pastoral work what I was supposed to do with the people, but at the same time felt cared for. And I think that is something we have to realize that partnership should, you know, be, I don't see much difference between local and global. I think it's basically the same. Language might be different, culture might be different. And obviously we have to be sensitive to that and aware of those differences, because if not, we are not able to do mission adequately, but, Love has no culture. Love has no, it's not from a particular language. I think that's the universal um, way of saying, and it doesn't matter if you don't speak the language, when you are compassionate, when you show mercy, when you love people, people will know. People will know, no matter, I, I, I see that as a Pentecost in a way, you know? It's a universal language. Everybody's able to understand when you come together, when you give a smile, when you hug, when you're present, um, when you ask, what can I do to make your day better? Um, so there's no small work in missions locally or globally. And I think we have so much to give. And sometimes we're not aware how blessed we have been. Um, something that I have been sharing with the church is that we have been blessed too much 
And, and we, that may give us a higher responsibility to give by grace what we have received by grace. So it's a matter of being able to acknowledge and be grateful to what God has done for us, no matter where we are, no matter what our context is, but when we are able to see God at work in our life, in our church, in our context, and he how, how we have been blessed by others that are touched by God to come to do mission, then we realize how important it is to go and to be willing to support and to be willing to engage with others. Um, and there's so many ways that we are able to, to um, help other pastors and ministers in so many different places of the world. And yet, as I said, we gain even more because seeing God at work, that is something you will never, you will never forget. That is something that touched your life, that is a mark in your life and that you will never be able to forget. Especially when you go through other hardships in your life, that awareness of that, that God is at work, that God is real, and that is God is doing such wonderful things everywhere, not just in your context, but everywhere, then that will give you enough strength to keep going, even at those times when you feel you're not able to, to move because of what you're facing. That's what you can hang on to that experience that you've had, that way that God has revealed yourself to you and to your church, and the way you're able then to, to keep going, knowing that God is real and that in the same way that you have seen God at work and being a provision in other places, it will do like that in your life and it will do like that in your church. Amen again. <laughs> uh, so beautiful nuggets that you have shared with the listeners and with us um, today. Um, I hold on to a couple of phrases that you said, to give by grace, what we have received by grace. And that partnership is love, compassion, and showing mercy. How true are those statements? Mm -hmm. Oh, you leave us with beautiful gems, truly. So as we end our, our time together, um, what would be one word that you would want to impart on our listeners this morning? Be courageous. Mm. Say yes to the Lord, um, no matter how crazy it might sound. Um, just say yes and, and let God do the rest. Um, we saw it recently. I remember calling my sister and telling her, you know, there's an opportunity for you to go to Poland. It is this week. Are you, will you go? And she said, yes. And she talked to her husband. And her husband just said, his answer was, who am I to stop God's purpose in your life? Mm. Is this game, is God's purpose? Go. It was the week of her birthday. It was the week of Father's Day. Um, it was the week of her son's birthday. Um, but it was the time God allotted for her. And it was a big blessing. So um, the other question I remember she asked is how much it is. And said, don't worry about how much. Um, when God puts something in you, in your heart, and you have passion for it, God will provide. So trust the Lord. If God in, um, asks you or you feel that call from God to do missions, short-term or long-term, do them. And the other thing is that join the virtual 
the virtual um, mission trips, uh, I have to say that I was able to go to Israel in my office, um, in the church office, from the church office. And I still remember those days as something that I cherish the most in my, this year was one of the highlights of the year. Um, I'm still connected uh, to, the, to the church, one of the churches that we joined worship with. And every time they do worship, I receive the alarm in Facebook that they're going on live. And if I can, and I'm in the office, I will put it. And it's true, I cannot understand Arabic, but yet the spirit moves. And there's nothing more special than be able to sing along when you hear the melody and you recognize that hymn and you're able to join in your own language, but you know what they're saying. So it's even more special. So there's so many opportunities nowadays. So um, keep that up. And I would like to say something in Spanish too, to, to my people in Puerto Rico and other places. Eh, quiero comentarles que es una bendición verdaderamente hacer misión. Crecemos, eh, nos nutrimos. Eh, es una experiencia maravillosa poder eh, dar de lo que Dios nos ha dado. Es una experiencia, no importa que pensemos que es poco, eh, Dios con lo poco puede hacer mucho. Eh, recordemos la historia de los panes y los peces. Con solamente poco, en las manos de Dios se multiplica. Así que nunca pensemos que no tenemos o que no somos lo suficientemente conocedores como para hacer misión. Digámosle sí al Señor, pongámonos en las manos de Él y dejemos que Dios multiplique lo que sea necesario para alcanzar la misión. Así que espero que el Señor nos permita encontrarnos en el camino y que podamos seguir haciendo misiones juntos. I just wish we can join each other in, the, in this journey, this um, life journey, and we are able to continue the missions together. Wonderful, thank you. So, so true. What is in God's hands is multiplied. So thank you listeners for having joined us today with Pastor Laura Ayala, all the way from Puerto Rico. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening to Bridges for Mission. We are delighted that you joined us. This is a special time for us where we invite you listeners from all over um, to tune in and give us feedback. So you can reach us at volunteers at internationalministries.org. Also, don't forget to get a hold of the leader's guide entitled Short-Term Mission Team Essentials Together on the Journey. It's available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. We thank you again for joining us today. And thank you to all of our subscribers and listeners from all parts of the world. Until next time.